Professor Flimflam, she's Wonko, and they said it would never come. It's episode 22 of season 3 of Bard's Eye View and of Xena Warrior Princess. And today we're going to be looking at Sacrifice 2. Yeah. Hi, friend. Hi, friend. This is good, isn't it? <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing really <laughs> well. Good. We got through that whole <laughs> intro. Yes. We did. You and Long me. pause while I remembered what the title was, what the episode was. It's fine. <laughs> if you if you listen to last week's episode, you'll know that we've been doing this but it, it's it's a bit like we're doing it for comic relief. It kind of feels like we've been doing <laughs> podcasts for twenty four hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> We haven't, but we we have we have done kind of one a day for the for the last few days, and uh, today we're doubling up. So, um, yeah, we think we've got most of the hysteria out of our system. I think we have, <laughs> but let's let's hopefully we've not got not got rid of too much of it. I don't I'd want us to be very sober and solemn all the way. But through. it's but it's a sober and solemn episode where sad things happen. Yeah, it is actually big big stuff happening. Actually, big stuff actually. Yeah. Uh, so we we ended we ended la- the last episode with hope being reborn from a, a hideous fleshy cocoon. Um, oh, it was vile, but so. kind of fascinating. Uh, yeah. And being reborn in the image of Gabrielle. So Renee O'Connor finally gets her own doppelganger. Yay! Um, hey, <laughs> but probably not as much fun as Meg. Tell you that much. No, I think the so poor... that was that was how we, that was how we left things last week. I think that the main consequence of poor Renee finally getting a doppelganger will probably just be a sore throat because of the voice that she puts on for Hope. Oh, you mean that my father will be here? I will bring forth the evil of Dayhawk. I will fuck this hunky man and make a destroyer. Like that. He's not a hunky man. He's a hunky god. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Gabrielle's such a mum in this episode. This like point blank refusal to accept that her oh. daughter's sexually active. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Mum's that Gabrielle makes her final appearance. No, my daughter would never. She's just a child. She's only been alive for seven months. Yeah, don't think about that. That's horrible. Oh uh, well, but she's a she's the manifestation of an evil god. It doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See how that flies in court. Good luck with that. <laughs> so, brief outline of the plot uh, of brief. this episode. Very, as, as brief outline. as last week's. As brief as last week's outline. <laughs> okay, brief, brief outline. Uh, brief outline is Xena knows she needs to kill Hope. Gabrielle doesn't let her yep. do it at the start because of the aforementioned if Xena kills Hope, Xena will die thing. Uh, Xena understands why Gabrielle has made this decision, although there's a bit of a tense moment at the beginning. Uh, but yes. she basically is willing to sacrifice her life. That's Is that where the title comes from? <gasps> She's willing to sacrifice Ooh. her life um, to remove the evil of Hope from the world, which Gabrielle eventually yes. accepts is something that'll have to happen. Yeah. So what they need is the Heinz Blood Dagger, right? Which was last seen in the company of Hercules. Hercules had this Heinz yeah. Blood Dagger. So this is an artifact from the Xena, Xena mythos, Xenoverse, uh, that is, that's the power to kill gods, right? 
So they need yeah. this in order to kill her. We we needed we needed a trigger warning for this episode, by the way, because there is a um like a two second clip of Hercules. Yeah. Which was upsetting. That is yeah. upsetting, yeah. There's a little flashbacky clip of Kevin Sorbo on yeah. the screen. Which is awful. Mm. I'm sorry yeah, to anyone. Upsetting. I'm sorry to any viewer uh, who was harmed any, by this. <laughs> and anyone affected by issues discussed in this podcast. <laughs> don't fuck it. If I don't quote Sister Michael, maybe, for God's sake, do not come crying to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, may, maybe just don't listen to it next season. Fuck off. Know. Excuse me, don't encourage our 12 <laughs> listeners to not come back. Wait, come back, come Unbelievable. back. Unbelievable. Car- carry on with the brief outline. Uh, right. So they need to get the Heinzblood dagger. However, the baddies also need to get the Heinzblood dagger. They're after that because they want to uh, kill off Oliveri's relatives. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so, Which both... he's kind of okay with. Yeah, he's fine with it because he's a self-serving cunt who has joined okay. Dayhawk because he realises that he can't beat him. So can't beat and join him, basically. Yeah. This yeah. is the this 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 is how it's been explained. He said, "I don't regret joining you. I mean, serving you, my lord." You know. Huh. Um. So yeah, we were right. The big fiery thing was Dayhawk giving him a a demonstration of his power or whatever, and that's yeah, why put, he's done the frightness on him to realize that he actually can't beat this Dayhawk because he's mm. more powerful. So at least yes. he will be when he manifests on Earth, which will be through the Destroyer, which is. Hope and Ares's disgusting nightmare baby. Right? Yes. Vile. Yeah. So, mm, the baddies and the goodies are both after the Heinz blood dagger. Uh, Hope thinks she knows where it is. Xena thinks she knows where it is. Right? Yeah. But first, interlude for shagging. And I think you quoted it, didn't you? You actually quoted Ares, you're nothing like your mother. Yeah, yeah, I mentioned it a couple You've of weeks ago. You mentioned it before. It was, it was a line. It was a line that stuck. Direct. Quote. You are so not like your mother. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Anyway. Icky. Icky. So there's something about they need uh, all the bad guys. They need a, a whole bunch of innocent people to slit their throats in unison. To oh yeah, they need allow a some cr- critical mass of critical mass sacrifice, of don't they? Yeah. So a bunch yeah. of those people are brought in, and then fucking Joxer appears. Oh. Yeah, why? Joxer's why Joxer? Joxer's in the episode, and I'm like, oh, we were I, doing so well. We were. Uh, when I saw the credits come on, and it was like guest starring Tedry, and then I'm like, what? No, why? I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that. This episode's traumatic but, enough. But he plays quite an important part. Yeah, he does. He does. Because um, and he comes, he comes good. Joxer comes good. I guess so. I don't want to think about Joxer coming. Thanks for putting that in my brain. I, I'm saying apparently Aries. Ah! <laughs> ah! Ah! Real good. Ah! Scrape that out of my brain <laughs> with a fucking spoon, please. That's, that's disgusting. Uh, so what's important to mention is that. For the first wee bit of the episode, first half of it anyway, Hope mm. has got herself dressed up like Gabrielle, right? Because, you know, you yes. were going to have the... You, you were thinking it's going to be, oh, which one is it? Ooh. They only really take advantage of that once. Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah. I, I, a, it, I kind of 
re- remember there being a bit more than that. Yeah, they but, only really um, do, it, yeah. do it once, and, and Cena clocks it quite quickly as well. So, yeah, yeah they're in a village. Oh, by the way, Kalisto swaps sides because she doesn't think that Hope's going to... She thinks Hope's going to double-cross her. Renee, Renee on the deal, yeah. She doesn't Renee. think Hope's going to... Um, Renee, is that because it's Renee? No, it's just it's just I'm just using language appropriately. <laughs> oh, I would I wouldn't know about that. I don't ever use it language appropriately, inappropriately. <laughs> that's my that's my motto. Frequently, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah Callisto thinks Hope won't um, come good on the deal and and kill her at the end of it all. Yeah, uh, and she wants to, and she's pretty sure she can get Zena to kill her. <laughs> Yeah, although Zena's not really into it as a concept. She's like, the mm. Callisto's like, please, please kill me. And Zena's like, no, I won't kill I'm you. Gonna live. You're going to live, live and forever and suffer. And she's like, I'm not as so much suffering. It's just bored. Ha 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 You know, <laughs> that was funny. That was, that was quite funny. funny. So yeah. in, they're in this village and Callisto's on their side by this point, but she's having a bit of a, she's having a normal one, destroying half yeah, of the fireballs herself. for no fucking reason. Um, (laughs) and this is when Hope appears and sort of impersonates Gabrielle and Xena almost tells her where the dagger is Yeah, and (laughs) Hope gives herself away by being unable to slag off Hope (laughs) (laughs) she's she's not she's not all that bad well she's like Hope's Hope's evil she deserves to die and Xena's like maybe to suffer a bit and Hope's like, no, she's my child. <laughs> Fuck off. Can't mm. handle a bit of suffering, Hope. Pussy. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Then it's like, what's your... S-? And then Cena, like puts a knife to her and it's like, what's your sister's name? And she's like, what sister? You know, not very omnipotent, these gods. Lol. I know, I I, I did think that. There's, there's... But then she doesn't know. When she when she runs into Joxer, it's like... Do, do I we know? know? Are we close? Mm. Are we close? Do what? How would you describe? Well, she's having yeah. a bit of a hopes. Having a bit of a, uh, she's a a voyage of discovery, right? She wants to understand Gabrielle. I think. Yeah. I think that's what she's saying. She wants to understand why Gabrielle doesn't love her. <laughs> um. Oh man. And it's like it's because yeah. you're evil, Hope. Like. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, it's why like, does every, everyone, everyone love Gabrielle? And no one loves me. <laughs> <laughs> is it because you're a canto hope? Is that yeah, my, is that the you're reason? Te- terrible. Is it you're evil? I was gonna say you're a terrible person. You're not even a person. Yeah, you're, you're, you're literally just evil. Just, just an evil That's thing. Why. Yeah. So Aww. maybe that's if, a hard lesson to learn. Oh, the poor lassie. She's not got her sorrows to seek, does she? Uh, <laughs> I should have put that in <laughs> last. That. Actually, I really needed to put that in last week's episode. That was stupid of me because it was that was Seraphin's <laughs> line. You know, she yes. didn't when she was a child. She didn't understand. She didn't have a mother to care for her, guide her. You know. Oh. In other words, your heart bleeds for her. The soul. <laughs> She's no other sorrows to seek. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's well. We'll come on to themes of the season later on, but that's one of them. <laughs> Anyway, crack on with the outline. Oh, anyway, after they leave the village, Joxer is a, a... Does he fall off a horse or something? Is that what it is? He does something stupid and clumsy. He, yeah, he does some sort of pratfall. Yeah, as usual, Joxer Zena, Zena 
flips out after oh, two seasons of this channels bullshit. Channels the whole fandom. <laughs> grabs Joxer and says, I'm sick of you, you fucking moron. And beats him up a bit and like drags him off to beat him up and castigate him some more, slightly out of hearing, which obviously is yeah. the clue that, you know, yeah. she's actually sending him on an important mission. There's a there's a plan, yeah. There's a plan and Joxer's but at it's, the fucking it's, centre it's of it. Very, it's very convincing and I suspect there's an element of... Uh, <laughs> uh, you're a fucking twat, lol, I'm just kidding. I'm not, though. <laughs> I'm sick of you bumbling idiot hanging around. Don't worry, I'm just, this is just for show. It's not, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and un- very unusually for Joxer, he he kind of just goes along with it. He doesn't go, oh, right. Oh, the secret plan. Oh, yes, you hate <laughs> me, don't you? Yes. Oh, I'll go away then. Boo-hoo. Yeah, so... Maybe he knows there was actually quite a lot of truth in it as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joxer. Yes. Um, I'm not sure when he actually carried out the plan because the next time we see him, he just gets kidnapped by the guys that are going to sacrifice people. But the next... Yeah, he... he yeah. Anyway. <laughs> when yeah. Xena comes in to the to the big temple doodad where they're going to do their mm. sacrificing... Um, yeah. she says, Joxer, did you get it? And he pulls out the fucking Hindblood Stagger. We didn't see him get it, I don't think. But he got well, it. We didn't see him get it, but I don't know how he got it because we saw Hope looking for it where she she figured out where it was, where Hercules had, had hidden it and she had to, has this, this is where she has this flashback mm-hmm. of um, Kevin Sorbo punching yeah, but some polystyrene. Someone's moved it since then. But how? But how did he move it? Because it was embedded in rock. How did who move it? Joxer. Joxer didn't move it. Oh, fine. Someone else moved it. I don't know. I don't know who moved it. Someone else did, but they must have been okay. a god. Okay. Right? I don't okay. know. I don't actually... Yeah, fine. Whatever. I have no idea who moved it. <laughs> or maybe Hercules just went not care? moved it later. I don't know. Maybe you have to maybe. watch Hercules to know who moved it. But... No. <laughs> it's the last time Hercules... Well, Hercules, like, smashed it into this rock, which I think was outside the Temple of Ares. Mm. Yeah. Um, for some reason, um, mm. but it's not there when she goes to op- open up the rock again. Someone's someone's moved it, and it must be somebody who can rebuild rock, or who can magic it out. I guess. Um, let's let's gloss over it. Who, let's just gloss over it. It's like a who fucking knows or cares thing. Yeah. So, a joxer okay. found joxer went Fair. and got it because like Zena actually yeah. knew where it was. She told him. Yeah. Um, so yeah. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. Hope changes. Hope at some point changes out of the Gabrielle outfit and into a, a evil a priestess robe. robe, which suits yeah. her. I think you know it's a good look for her. Yeah, it's good. That deep deep red against the, the kind of strawberry blonde hair. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. Everyone loves a hood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, at some point in the the night, like the night before it all goes down. Uh, Ares comes to see Xena and she does she she yeah. shows that her Ares sensing abilities again you know she can always tell when Ares, appe- Ares is about to appear he's the oh, only yeah, god yeah, yeah. that he's the only god that that works for because uh, often Aphrodite is like right next to them invisible and she can't tell so yeah and she's... and also as he says she's the only mortal that yeah. can sense when he's there so there's there's a there's a bond yeah there's a very special bond and then we see the same them. thing 
later when Gabrielle mm. consents that Hope is close by and goes to meet her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyway, that thing in the night is when is when Ares reveals to Mum's net Gabrielle that her little daughter's not a little not a little girl anymore. Oh, <laughs> it's horrible. But Are you um, gonna say all grown up? No, I'm not the Daily Mail. Good. I'm not the Daily Mail I'd, side but it would be qu- it would be quite the reveal if you were. <laughs> <laughs> I'll twist. rip off this human mask and I'm just a disgusting <laughs> a disgusting Tory rag underneath. You know? Seething mass of lies and, <laughs> and vile bigotry. hatred. Yeah. Yeah. Like Oogie Boogie <laughs> from The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's all inside, it's all just worms. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, so, yeah, so Ares turns up, reveals that Hope mm, is pregnant with his demon spawn. Seed. seed. Your Olympian seed. What a phrase. Yeah. That's not a phrase yeah. we should have had to hear. Yeah, why why don't why don't we just call it hunkspunk? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> definitely. Uh but later when um Gabrielle meets Hope, it's kinda see, it's kinda mm. I don't know, mirroring. You know, they're they're it's their sort of nemesis, but they've got a bond, they're connected, so it's a kind of mirror scene. Mm. You know? Yeah. Um yeah. And uh, Hope's come. Hope's Hope just wants her mammy. She just wants her mammy, the poor soul. She wants her oh, mammy. No. She's pregnant. And who do you want when you're pregnant? You want your mammy, don't you? I mean, I, I, don't know. I believe I've, I've never been pregnant. So I've never been pregnant. <laughs> but I believe that's the case. Uh, often. Often. Yeah. Depends who your mammy is. Um, well, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> she's like. Come and be with me. David will spare you if I tell him to. Um, please, mother, don't make me do this alone, you know? Like, oh. And then, like, oh, oh this, is a, this is a chilling moment, isn't it? She puts her hand up on her yeah. cheek and says, when I gave you that poison, and Hope's like, I forgive you. Don't worry, I forgive you. And then she finishes the line, I'm sorry it didn't finish you. Ooh. Yeah, man alive. That is one dysfunctional family. Yeah. That's a fucked up family. What can you yeah. do? And I did think when you know when you're saying you you want you want your mum with you when you're pregnant you want your mum with you unless your mum actually tried to kill you as a child, then maybe you wouldn't. I think there are some people that have that experience though. It's like we talked about last yeah. week. You you some part of, of the you abusive family will want yeah. you wants that relationship that that is the normal relationship to have. Even if yeah. it's been proven time and time again that person's not capable of giving it to you. Okay. So, um, yeah, mm. it's uh, oh, it's just sad, isn't it? Yeah. It's just sad that Hope is so evil. What a shame she couldn't just have been good. That's the one thing Gabrielle asked her to do. Back in the day. <laughs> the one thing she ever it asked was, her. It was, literally. <laughs> Be good. And then it turned out that she's not. Me. What a shame. Uh, so sad. Yeah, so sad. <laughs> anyway, so <sighs> it's time for the final fight. First of all, we get the heartfelt declaration of your you're all that matters to me to you know, between Zena and Gabrielle. That is a very that is a very sweet scene and they <laughs> they're both they're both certain that Zena's going to her death mm. to um to finish hope off, to, to take this channel of evil 
out of the world. And they both accepted that. So they... I don't know, right? Because I feel so, so, like you can see on Gabrielle's face in this hug the moment she decides she's not going to let mm. it happen. Ooh, perhaps I need to go back and watch that again. Mm. I'm, I, I may have been slightly distracted while watching. Really? That's not like you. I <laughs> <laughs> A little bit like me. A little bit like me. A <laughs> little bit like okay. your whole personality. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's time for the final fight. Zena runs into the temple. Yeah. Gabrielle's there. Callisto's there. Everyone's there. Everyone's there. Yeah. And um, Ares is there. <laughs> Everyone's there. Jo- um, Jocks is there. Jocks is there, and he's got the dagger. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> um, so after a Jox, bit of a fight, Jocks have got something right. Jocks did Jox something, got something right. right for once yeah. in his life. He'll get a right home. Write home about this. <laughs> Dear mum and dad, except he'll spell it wrong because we know he's like borderline illiterate from previous episodes. Oh. <laughs> um, anyway. So, it's time for the bit. It's, it's all building up, isn't it? It's building, building, building. And like, I've, I've got is. a distinct memory. It's sort of a wee bit like Maternal Instincts of when I was younger watching this thinking, wait, wow, mm. how will Xena get around this? How is Zena going to get out of this? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the gut, the gut punch that she doesn't really, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so so Zena is actually fairly ineffectual as 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 a fighter against these powerful gods because Hope is, she's kind of, her her powers are coming up to full strength now and she's she does her a lot power, of... her main power is being able to make knives turn around to face the other way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but the key thing is they're they're pointing towards Xena and then flying towards Xena so she's um do you, have you ever done Wii Fit there's there's a mm-hmm. a game in that where you're you're um you're heading you're you're a goalkeeper and you're, you're heading yeah. balls out of the way but yeah. you have occasionally it's not it's not a ball it's either a panda's head which is gruesome or a trainer <laughs> and you have to duck them and Zena's basically playing that game because she's just kind of, you know, batting, batting away axes and knives and swords and spears um so she's she's kind of wrong-footed she's on the she's on the defensive um she she just doesn't have a, a chance to to go on the attack really yeah but she's got the dagger at the end though that's the thing but like she's it's like yeah basically right i think it seems a bit lame, right? She's running up to Hope and then she kind of stops mime style in the middle. Uh, and is, yeah. is Hope creating a sort of like soft force field where she has to like struggle through jam to get there? You know, is that what's going on? <laughs> is that why she's starting to walk in slow know. motion? <laughs> yeah, something like that. I mean, not not, not the force field, but she's she, um, Zena starts struggling not to turn the dagger on herself and she ends up with it yeah. kind of against her nose or something. Um, yeah. And meanwhile, the fates are watching it on telly. Yeah, with their, their <laughs> scissors, scissors at the ready. No, and it's they're, like, they really of... reminded me of an old wifey watching the telly by knitting. <laughs> knitting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they're like, oh, and they get to an exciting bit, and it's like, oh, fuck, I've dropped a stitch, you know. And it's like... <laughs> Have to redo the whole row now. Yeah, and like this <laughs> weaving bit 
business of theirs. It doesn't seem... I don't know. I, they're not paying attention to anyone else. They're just like... It's Zena's thread and Zena's thread only. And it seems yeah. to me it's just a big fucking Donner kebab that's happening. Yeah, the, well, there's this beautifully corded and twined thread. So it's, you know, it looks like a, an enormous rope. So you've got kind of mm. skeins going around, you know, uh, that are all twisted around beautifully. And then they're, as they're weaving and, no, not weaving, what they're doing, spinning, it's uh-huh. just going round and round the middle really messily. So it's like they, yeah, so yeah maybe that's it. Maybe they are. They're just not paying attention. Yeah, to anything they're too busy else. watching so the telly. The climactic moment. The climactic moment of the season there finale of Cena. <laughs> it's a <Yeah>. bit meta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh so, my God! We are the fates. The real, <gasps> the real fates were the friends we made the, along the way. Are you the crone? I am the crone. I'm either maiden or the mother. <laughs> And the mother of cats have got five no, neither to the best five of children. Five furry yes. children. <laughs> so fur babies. Yeah, fur babies. So yeah. more fur babies than you, so my must be the mother. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yes, what we're we we're kind of we're kind of we're, we're holding to, off I, getting to that last moment. Yeah, we, I feel like we're so trying horrible. to put off put off explaining what happens at the end yeah. um, so Aries is there and he's like Zena's, Gabrielle, Zena's fate is in your hands like this is a really win-win situation for him because if Zena yeah. Zena failing to kill Hope or if Gabrielle does what she does that's good for him mm. you know he's always wanted to yeah. get Gabrielle out of the way yeah oh, so, d- ditch the moral compass yeah so in a move that proves that Zena's willing to sacrifice herself was not the reason for the title of the episode. Aha! They bait yeah. and switched us. Gabrielle's does the oh, no does a leap, a bit of unphysics with the leap, I think. Little well, it's a pole vault, isn't it? A little bit of unphysics pole vaulting. Yes. Grabs hope and spins him around and lets them both Her. fall into a big pit of lava. I think you just misgendered hope. I said spins him around. M. Apostrophe E. Oh, spins him around. Them I around. Spins him around. Okay. I'm spinning around. I'm out of my brain. Is that how it goes? I don't remember. Um, so, this is the horrible. Yeah, so this, this is the image that was seared on my brain. Same. When I, remem- <laughs> when I remembered what, what happened in these two episodes. It was that single image yep. of... Gabrielle grabbing Hope, falling backwards into the fiery pit of fire. Yeah. Um, looking up at Zena with this kind, this look that kind of says, "It's it's almost apologetic, isn't it? It's loving and yeah. apologetic and yeah, desperate and yeah." Uh, and then and then and then they burn to death horribly. Yeah. Do you know what it's like? It's like <sighs> at the end of Gideon the Ninth. Let's plug the book again. And Harrow says, <laughs> okay. Harrow says, what are you doing? And Gideon says, the worst thing anyone's ever done to you in your whole life. Oh, <laughs> By yeah. which she means saving her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's also a bit like um, T2. It's it's Arnie going down into mm. the... Thumbs up. The, the, the vat thumbs of molten steel with a thumbs up. Yeah. 
Yeah. That sacrifice. That's the level oh. of sacrifice we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Oof. horrible, horrible, shocking, shocking moment. Yeah. Which I didn't expect. Almost. No, I didn't. I mean, I didn't I expect didn't. it this time, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember it being very shocking and and expecting it to take. Because I thought it's the end yes. of the season. It's three seasons. It's been a good partnership, but maybe this is they're going to give her a new sidekick and I, so i thought yeah. that was it that was it for I, Gabrielle. I, yeah i remember it see what, what i said last week about i don't remember what happened but i remember how it made me feel <laughs> this is um, yeah I, I remember this being the first time that um a tv show ever made me feel that kicked in the face or kicked in the yeah. chest feeling you know how every not the time last, though <laughs> no not the last fucking hell you know that feeling yeah. you get when they kill off your favourite character or when they bury yeah. a gay for no reason. It's well, the... Well, I think, I think for me this was my first bury your gaze. And yeah. And it, it had been so clear that that was the relationship. And even in this even mm. in this episode, when Hope is trying to suss out how come people love Gabrielle and who does Gabrielle love? Yeah. And Joxa says, well, they, Dina and Gabrielle love each other more than More than anything. anyone in the world. Yeah, certainly more than me. Yeah. Dina loves Gabrielle more than she loves you. Yeah, so so, so we've established we've esta- we've established all of that and then and then they killed Gabrielle her. Gabrielle dies. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I remember feeling sick about this for yeah. probably the entire off season. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the it's the Tara it's the Tara from Buffy getting shot feeling. Oh my it's god. It's the Burning yes. Wolf got killed off screen for no reason feeling. <sighs> <laughs> Although well, just like the Burning Wolf got killed off screen for no reason, <laughs> it was fixed. <laughs> two, two out of three ain't bad, eh? Sorry, Tara. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Tara. <laughs> yeah. They didn't mm-hmm. fix you. They should have done. But they didn't. They should. Well, they just shouldn't have sh- killed you in the first place. No, they place, just shouldn't arsehole. have killed you in the first place, actually. Bastards. Yeah. Motherfuckers. Mm. So I'd say that those are the three. Actually, those are probably the three barrier gays that have affected me the most. And two out of three of them were yeah. rescinded. So that's not too bad. That's yeah, not too well, bad. So I think. Of course, so I, never one obviously the was... many, I never watched the last episode of season six of Xena. Yeah, because I knew that that was the one that they wouldn't take back. <laughs> yeah, so, so so this one we now know was always planned to be a temporary death, yeah, as, we, as yeah. we've said. People people often don't stay dead in Xena. Mm. Though I I did think Gabrielle was going to. I thought we were going to have a new sidekick. <clears throat> yeah, um, and the a Bernie Wolf I think was not planned to come no, back. No, she I definitely wasn't. I think that was yeah. just that was just um, here's something that we can do. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, all the fans really hated this and hated us specifically. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they brought Bernie Wolf back. Yeah. I don't know if they brought Bernie Wolf back back because of fan backlash or just because of soap shenanigans. Oh, I, I doubt it. No, it's I probably just because it, it was I, the, I, a really soapy thing that they could do. I think we're lucky they didn't pingu it and say well we were going to bring her back but fuck you or we'll bring her back and then kill her on screen this time yeah <laughs> that was on the cards there you go. for a bit 
It's possible. That's what you wanted, wasn't it? That's what you wanted. That's what you wanted. Yeah. That's what you wanted. Anyway, we've got slightly yeah. off topic and onto Holby City again. This is how we met, guys. So you know, yeah. everything returns yeah. to Holby. Um. <laughs> so that's and then this is the one thing that could give Callisto reason to live: the idea that Zena is in this yeah. tremendous pain of the loss of yeah. the love of her life. Um. But Zena's just, she's still holding the Heinz Blood dagger. So when Callisto starts laughing yeah. at Gabrielle being dead, um, you know, Zena just goes, fuck you, turns around, stabs her in the gut. <laughs> but I, I, I think Gab- um, Callisto is just, I think she's using that to goad Zena into doing it. Do you think? I'm not sure. Yeah, when you, when you see the, the exchange between them, so Zena stabs her in the gut and does that. Uh, so another line that I, that had really embedded itself in my memory of the whole show was this: "No more living for you." Yeah. And and the looks that go between them. So um, God, I keep calling her Gabrielle. Callisto <laughs> is is so grateful. So she's yeah. there's this whole look of gratitude and and there's actually kind of I think there's forgiveness and understanding in the way that Zena looks at Callisto. Do you think I, so? I think yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, suppose the next time we see Callisto... I mean, spoilers, we're going to see her again. Yeah. The Who next time we see Callisto, we do have a bit of... Or not, maybe not a bit of that. We'll see it. She's up in season four, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah. And then in yeah. season five. So, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. I suppose you might be right. Mm. And yeah, the way that there is... There, there is something very homoerotic about the way that she... Uh, cradles Zena's oh, yeah. cheek and then goes on, you know, yeah. grabs her tits on the way down, you know, <laughs> because the obsession, <laughs> the the obsession with Zena has always been a little bit. There's a been a little frisson of that, hasn't there? Oh, always, yeah. 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 <laughs> there's, there's, a, there, so there's, there's stuff about um, opposites attract, but there's also stuff about. They're they're the mirror image of each other. Yes, they're, they've always been set the up same, that way. The same, yeah, the same things have happened to them in life, and they've taken different paths. Well, kind of the same path um, in Calist- the beginning. Yeah, it's just yeah, but but Callisto has chose, really chosen her. not to, or has, has not for whatever reason hasn't been able to go down the redemption. Yeah. Route. So they they've been not yet anyway. Kind of. They've been no. They've been both down a mirror image path, but also mm. uh, paths that di- diverge. Yeah. Yeah. So the, that's true. Anyway, there's, we we've always known there's this very close, problematic bond between them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely homoerotic and. Yeah, definitely. And I think, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's how the season ends. Um, so see you, see you in a few months' time. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> see you. That we've yeah. it, you won't have to spend the whole off season uh, with that horrible gnawing, sick feeling in the pit of your stomach, oh, worrying about. I'm worrying about. Oh my god, that they're, they're going to bring some awful sidekick in. Like they're going to bring Tara back, or, or Joxer will take over the main role of sidekick. Imagine. Uh, Can you imagine? I don't want to. Don't make me it's imagine It's going to be it. a nightmare. No, that's going to be one of your recurring nightmares. Oh, fuck you. 
Anyway, so I guess the main themes in that episode were obviously sacrifice, you know, who's willing to sacrifice yeah. what. Uh, both Gabrielle yeah. and Zena willing to sacrifice themselves to remove hope from the world, but Gra- Gabrielle mm-hmm. also willing to sacrifice herself to save Zena too, which is, yeah. um, you know, uh, it's not, I mean, I didn't expect her to, you know, bundle hope over a cliff. But it's not unexpected yeah. that she would sacrifice herself to save Cena. Definitely not. Yeah, it 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 fits the character, it fits mm-hmm. the relationship, and it fits the um it fits the show, doesn't it? It's it's the kind of thing they do. Yeah, yeah. I think it's important. Although I mean, but I mean, again, spoilers, guys. If you've not seen season four yet, Hope is not actually dead. Still, <laughs> she's fucking still not actually dead. <laughs> You need to put up with her for one more episode. Hope is the goddess of Teflon. (laughs) (laughs) So, so although, you know, Gabrielle's not dead, guys, and Hope's not fucking dead Mm. either. And, um, yeah, but... And and neither's Callisto. What? And neither's Callisto. Neither's Callisto. Fucking Well, no, 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 Callisto is dead. No, no, no. Callisto is dead. Technically. Yeah. But it's just that okay. that doesn't stop you from interacting with the world in this yeah. universe, you know? Well expressed. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, <sighs> so, yeah, sacrifice, I get. Yeah, that's the theme. Oh, uh, I wonder if that's why it's the title. Uh, uh. <laughs> We've got we've got Seraphin who wants to sacrifice herself for oh, a yeah. god. We've got yeah. We must we must apologise to the listener for last week saying that she's dead at the end of the last episode. That was just wishful thinking. She actually you must wasn't. have been terribly upset and then awfully shocked <laughs> to see her again. My God, they told me you were dead. So she actually survives uh, this. Not. Because when yeah. like hope well when hope is hurt in in the last episode when hope was hurt she like Seraphim yes. went back to normal she got deprogrammed she got de-culted yeah, yeah. de-radicalised she Gabrielle what's what's happening to me so it's yeah. just this moment of lucidity so presumably now that Hope has fallen down the rabbit hole with Gabrielle um, mm. she's going to be lucid again and go back to her parents and just live her life even though yeah yeah even so though she brought she's... evil into the world yeah. and caused the death not... of um, Gabrielle from the village yeah but you know she's left the cult now so yeah that's, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, so that's good. It's good when people leave yeah. cults. <laughs> anyway. Listener, if, if, you can, if you're in a position to do so, don't join a cult. Yeah, that would be good. If you think you've yeah. joined a cult, leave it immediately. That's why I left the Catholic Church. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was... I was going to say it's why we no longer watch Holby City, but uh, ah, it well, it's anyway, so. <laughs> cancelled. The cult cancelled itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so 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 so, uh, what is your rating for the season finale, as a whole? Oh, do you know it's an it's another one of those episode those episodes those du- double episode in this case where I think how do you how do you score that? Mm. You know, we 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 didn't score maternal instincts because it was too awful <laughs> yeah i suppose um, we didn't but and this this kind of feels the same but i think i think i'm probably going to i think i'm uh, i think i'm gonna say nine 
Mm. I think I have to say nine because it's it's good. There's a lot going on. We've got good guest actors. We've got good characters. We've got um, Hope turning up as Gabrielle, which we didn't mm-hmm. see coming. We've got Gabrielle sacrificing herself to kill Hope, which we didn't see coming. So these two big shock moments. Yeah. That was all good, but I, I didn't. Uh, it upset me. So yeah. Nine. <laughs> I guess I could. I guess I'll. I'll just join you and give it nine because although I don't think I'm not sure what I would suggest they would do differently, um, because for the story they wanted to tell, this was that this was good. You know, this was yeah. right. This was the right yeah. season finale and the right story, and like Gabrielle being the one to finally take hope out, is very yeah. good sort of thematically. Yes. Um, but I'm not. I can't give it a ten out of ten. It's not one of my favorite episodes because the episode hurt me. It hurt me. Exactly. Back in the day, exactly. it, provi- it, it it was the first of many psychic wounds inflicted on me by point, media and culture. <laughs> point, point to the script where the episode hurt you. <laughs> it's well, we know, we, know which bit. we know which bit. You know, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. It didn't hurt me this time, though. Because I know um, it, that it's it didn't, temporary. It then, didn't so. hurt me this time, but I felt a twinge, that kind of uh, you sympathetic know, you, you, twinge. You, you break, you break a bone, and then it heals up. But when, when the weather turns, you yeah. feel a twinge in your in your bones. That oh, the kind wound! Of... The wound! The old yeah. wound! Um, yes, it's an yeah. old, uh, it's an old troop wound. Yeah, yeah. It's an old, it's an old. Oh, nothing. It's just it's an old viewing wound. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay so yeah. good season finale but painful but i guess that's why it's good yeah. as well um, and that is the season i think as well season good three, season but yeah. painful throughout yeah 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 you're right yeah. yeah uh very different tone from season two obviously yes yeah um but i think i said last in our in season two's wrap up i mean i'm not gonna go back to check yeah. fuck that <laughs> Mm. Um, oh no! <laughs> I think I said uh, that season two was it felt like sort of golden era Zena, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, it was, wasn't it? We had um, Zena scrolls, and we had lots of doppelganger episodes, and we yeah. had um, Lost Mariner, all those kinds of things, as well as Destiny and the Quest. So some, some, yeah, some. Virus. Yeah, got real, real golden age. Yeah, yeah. And it felt like and, and all... a lot of Xena fanfic is set in that era, or at least. But I see, maybe that's just maybe that's not true. Maybe that's that's when I was reading Xena fanfic. Do you think that's maybe it? <laughs> like, maybe. so maybe that's not even maybe. true. Maybe that's just bullshit. Maybe that's I only think that because uh-huh. that's when I was most active in reading Xena fanfic was during season season two. Could yeah, could be because I'm sure I actually emotionally disengaged from Xena after season three. Mm. Right. I I really I think I really did because season four ends in a very similar way. Uh, yeah, I think, and I, I don't think, remember I feeling this us... way about it. You know. Yeah, I'm I'm just looking ahead now to episode titles to remind myself what's what's coming. And actually, there's quite a lot there that I I don't have really strong memories of. There there are a few that are mm. um those kind of iconic those key moments episodes but it's quite yeah quite a few that i don't know what's coming um and same in the later seasons so yeah i 
Yeah. So I feel like that Baby Wonko was hurt badly by the ending of Xena Season 3. Yeah. And then, in order to protect herself, created an emotional wall between... Why am I talking about myself in the third person? I feel like I created an emotional wall between myself and the show. Um... And although I did watch seasons four, five, and six, most most of season six, obviously not the last bit, I don't think mm. I ever allowed myself to get to feel so emotionally um, dependent on it, or not dependent, but you know what I mean. To feel so emotionally <laughs> yeah. close to the characters that um, yeah, they would be able to hurt me agreed. like that again, like you know, I yeah, felt so, like, you I, know. yeah, I th- I think I did exactly <laughs> the same thing. I think yeah. I think maybe. So the first couple of episodes, so we, we've we ended on a, a two-parter and we'll start season four on, on a two-parter, Adventures in the Sin Trade. Mm-hmm. So I think I did invest in those because you kind of want to know what's going on and then, as we say, spoilers, we're, we're going to get Gabrielle back. But uh, yeah, likewise, I think after that, I yeah, I, I just, I don't have the same sense of connection with, the later episodes that, mm. that that I had. So I think maybe up, my up to this point. Yeah. So I think maybe my idea that the first half, because you know, oh, we're halfway there. This is the halfway <laughs> to the end of Zena. Halfway to yeah. the end of our podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe my feeling that the first half is when it was really good and brilliant and like mm. hinges it's on just that because that's moment. yeah. It's just because that's when I was into the fandom because i'm sure i moved on to uh, yeah because this is this is sort of contemporaneous with voyager and i was well into voyager okay you know i was i was into voyager like whoa janeway and seven one of my big ships i you know didn't engage with any fandom again for a very long time so Mm. um i trying to think when i think maybe i'd i'd watched end of season four maybe even end of season five when i when i went to new zealand so i went mm. and lived in new zealand for a year and you i know i was there while you should have were... mentioned it before i know i was there <laughs> while they were filming the end of the whole show a because mm. i knew people who'd worked on the set but but also um i worked in one of the libraries in um mm-hmm. auckland and um i knew what kind of books they were taking out to do their research <laughs> on cultures. Oh, so wow. yeah, they, they had a they had a they had a li- they had a library account and they were taking out lots, lots of books on um samurai dress and wow. you know yeah Japanese culture. So I so I didn't nice know one. what was coming but I knew where it was gonna be. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. You never mentioned that before. That's a good revelation. Yeah. Good, end of, good end of season revolution. Well, I'm, I'm all anxious about it because, uh, mm. you know, it's, it's not very professional of me. Oh, I don't think anyone will <laughs> care now. Come on. I hope not. Let's keep our fingers crossed that you're not barred from working yes. for the Auckland libraries ever again. Honestly, librarians are just the most lawful good. But it's against the law. <laughs> Yeah, so I, as I say, I knew, I didn't know what was coming, but I, I knew how it would be dressed, basically. <laughs> oh, 
and there and then and then one of my housemates uh came in and gave me a massive spoiler for the for the very last episode like a twat oh was he working on it no he just i I mean i think lots of people knew people Mm. who were right working on it the worst kept secret in new zealand yeah they they, they were quite a big employer in in auckland i suppose so yeah Yeah, i suppose they would have been Mm. (laughs) yeah everyone knew someone who was uh, who'd done their time done their time on xena warrior princess Mm. yeah all right cool oh well so yeah maybe yeah maybe my impression that xena was xena everyone's xena golden age was seasons one to three it's just nonsense because yeah. it was just because it was mine. It was before. It was the like, pre-lapsarian yeah, days, my <laughs> salad days when I was green in judgment. Um, but I do still enjoy seasons <laughs> now, four, five, and six. A lot of it. Now you're now you're just grey and judgmental. Yeah, I do. I do still. I mean, we'll still. I will still enjoy seasons four, five, and six. There are plenty of things to enjoy about. I, I think I'll probably enjoy them more mm. be- because, I ha- you know, I haven't got that sense of betrayal Gabrielle the betrayer <laughs> that that kind of bury a gay thing as the hurt of that has faded yeah. partly because we know that actually wasn't what they were doing and because mm. other people have done it so much more hurtfully Everyone, since so many people have done it since then look at you Sally Wainwright I've been hurt oh my god Sally Wainwright god <gasps> how did I leave that one off yeah, How did I leave one. that one off my list of wounds? I'll never forgive her for that. That was a big and deep <laughs> and bad one. I'll never. Uh, I It took a lot for me to even watch Gentleman Jack. Um, yeah. At all. Because I was like, I will never watch anything you make ever again, Sally Wainwright, you fucking hack. I mean, I have. Yeah, if, I've watched if, Scott and Bailey. If I've watched Happy Valley. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you, probably, you probably do know this, listener, but... Um, in case you're not aware of it, this is this is in reference to Last Tango in Halifax. Yeah. Um. So if you haven't watched it, don't, just don't, don't. Just don't. Actually, if you haven't watched it, watch season yeah. one and treat it like a limited series and forget that they made any more. Oh, yeah, good call. That was actually... Do that. Season one was good. <laughs> just don't watch the rest. Yeah. Don't watch any more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I, so I'm, I'm actually expecting to quite enjoy the next three seasons because I didn't engage with them properly before and but now mm. that we've been doing this very regular rewatch i've kind of fallen back in love with the, the show yeah um yeah so yeah i'm quite i'm, I'm looking forward to it it's going to be and more the benefit like a of first like, time watch yeah with more it's more of a benefit of emotional distance as well for the storyline and why they did yeah. things they did you know because yeah. like things that, that happened in this season that i've hated so much back then mm. i'm like oh clever yeah. now you know <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah. Like, ooh, that's bold. What a daring thing to kill Zena's son and not wreck on it ever. Um, yeah. Whereas, uh, when I was when I was younger, I was a teenager watching this the first time, and I was like, "That's not fair." You know. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess we're we're more um, we've matured like a cheese. <laughs> so we've matured like we've matured like a fine. Cheese. I've I, I've I've aged very like cheesy personally. now. <laughs> I've always found you very sour. <laughs> Cheers, pal. And lumpy. Anyway, um, yeah, but I, but I think also we're probably a bit more kind of literate, media literate 
than yeah we were and i think viewers generally are more media literate probably now. yeah probably i think so anyway so we we bring those to the rewatch yeah so um did i think we gave a i think we gave a a ten an out of ten rating to the season as a whole in our previous season finale episodes oh i don't i, I expect we did i wonder what we i gave think we them. did uh i don't care it doesn't matter i i think uh, to me i think yeah. season three is actually um despite a, fu- a couple of clanger episodes <laughs> i mm. think season three taken as a whole as a piece yeah. of art um, is one of yeah. the best that they've done and like I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 yeah. and like almost all, all it, it contains the musical episode which is a triumph yes think of yeah. all the episodes that are in this right <laughs> the musical episode which is a fucking how is it not, how did it not win awards it's a triumph yeah just of everything it's got the death well, parts think, 1 and 2 the I most think, like I think you'll find the tarot uh, specified that it would not win awards. So I think you're fine. <laughs> all, all along. Yeah. <laughs> so it's got the debt. Yeah. It was an amazing episode as well, right? Yeah. The 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 cinematic scope of the debt. Yeah. The scope just phenomenal. Um, and yeah. like the the just scope in general, I think it's t- it took yeah the Xena series and the mythos of it, and it expanded it hugely. You know. And it, it did, also... and, it, and we we really got into into arc mm. work, which we we'd had a little bit of, you know, a couple of episodes that ran yeah. together in season two, but but now they really decided, okay, we want to take a direction. Mm-hmm. This is where we want to go. Here's how we're going to get there. There are some key points that we need to get to, so we have mini arcs within this, and from now right until the end of season six, now is there is a a, a continuum. Yeah. It's it's not just a bunch of episodes strung together. There are still some disposable episodes. But But you need those. Those are important, right? This is... I was talking to... Yeah, you need a a beat. You need need relief Mm -hmm. to process, don't you? Yeah, I think I mentioned this to you. I mentioned this in the podcast before about how TV these days doesn't have... You've got fewer episodes per season and they don't Mm. give you the off they don't give you the quiet moments anymore they don't give you the bits that are about characters yeah. about developing characters and building characters you know um and i was talking to and my my good old friend dapper shout out daps if you're bothered to listen to the end um mm-hmm. <laughs> talking to dapper about this quite a lot um about how tv shows these days just do not take the time that they need to anymore yeah that that within shows like Xena that there mm-hmm. is pacing okay it's over a long yeah. long season yeah 22 episodes and again you don't you don't get those kind of seasons no. really anymore no um but within that there is there's room for a lot of variation of pace not just within episodes but but within chunks of the season as a whole yeah um and quite often a lot of the particularly kind of thrillery things you get now that there's not really that that pacing even within an episode it's just high octaves you know the yeah. foot, the foot's on the floor all the way through and we were saying this weren't we as well or you you were saying this off podcast about um a couple of books you'd been reading mm-hmm. and a, a, something that you'd been kind of highly anticipating and there was just no let up in it at all yeah it was yeah so with with storytelling you need the downtime you need the boring bits you mm-hmm. you need lighter moments because otherwise it's oh it's it's dark in here 
Yeah. I, that's all I know is dark. You, you have to have a bit of light. You have to have a bit of daylight, a bit of, you know, a bit of all those different modes. Comedy. A bit of hilarious comedy mm. so that when you have tragedy one week, you care. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's where we are. That's my view. Yes. It's my view of it's, the season. It's mine. Yeah, well, it's 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 mine as well. So I think that the introduction of these these shorter and longer arcs that kind of nest together, mm-hmm. um, I think is is a format that that really served it well over the next few seasons. And yay, we get to rediscover those now. Yeah, we do. So we will be back. We'd like to take our customary six week or so gap, uh, and we will yeah, return. Keep, keep... Keep an eye, keep an eye on Twitter. Keep an eye on. I mean, I assume <laughs> well, you've subscribed to us on your podcast app of choice, so you'll know when yeah. we're back. But but we will um, be back. yeah, uh, at last last year I gave a date in the podcast when we were back, and then that turned out to be a lie. We didn't do it, so I'll do it again. Yeah. We'll do it again if everything goes to plan. Yeah. We'll be back on October seventeenth. Um. But if we're so not we'll going to be back November. on October seventeenth, I'll let you know on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the with the tedious regularity of uh, of Callisto, we will be back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So have a good summer, folks, and we'll see you next season. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flimflam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Amazon and of course on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review but only if it's a good one. Bye! Oh my god, I forgot to press record. (laughs) Oh my god.